The reason people aren't financially free is they don't know what to do and they don't know where to start. I want you to join Joey and I at the Virtual Inner Circle Live April the 4th through the 6th as we share with you the exact answers to those questions. We only do this event one time per year. I don't want you to miss out. Go to westwatwallstreet.com forward slash live and enter promo code podcast. When you're at this event, you're going to get your investor DNA. You're going to get access to up to six different passive income strategies. So you know, leaving this event, exactly what to do, taking our decades of knowledge so that you can start becoming financially free. Go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash live and enter the promo code podcast. Joey, Isaac Newton explored gravity. Our country went to the moon. And today we explored a new frontier ourselves. By the way, what, what were we thinking? Well, we weren't. That's I mean, we're dudes. We don't think. We just do. I mean, five guys sitting around a round table talking about women. Like, <laughs> well, well by the way, that's not odd, by the way. But I think <laughs> five dudes will sit around a table and talk about women constantly. But in public, where it's recorded. <laughs> well, yeah, that was definitely probably a little ambitious on our part. And so much so that my wife is like, you're an idiot. Why would you ever get on there and talk about women and what they want or what they don't want? I was like, but you don't get it. We're talking about why they're better than In us. a positive way. Right. This is a good thing. She's like, no, that's going to be a bad idea. You need to get a woman's voice on that podcast. Oh, Megan, thank you so much. That was so brilliant. And I actually said we have one. Joey's been on here from the beginning. Okay, that's not brilliant. <laughs> so we but, we did we we ventured off the beating path today to try to give another angle of how infinite banking can be done differently and better. Well, as we know, men and women are different on purpose. God made them men and male and female. Exactly. And I, I think that today's is just a funny way to get the guys, the coaches, in an uncomfortable position. They they were absolutely uncomfortable i think we all were so hopefully you'll enjoy this podcast we bring on a coach an actual coach from a softball field somebody who's been onboarding our clients and helping you many of you for for years now you'll recognize her voice i won't give it away just yet we'll wait till we bring her on just a second but if you're interested in seeing how these guys can squirm you must listen to this podcast so joey let's belly up Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now, here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so that you can more easily understand them, and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. I'm grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy, mostly because lack of follow-through guy, bad idea guy when it comes to this topic, maybe, just doesn't sound as super cool to me. But enough about me for a second. Let me introduce you to my co-host, the Italian stallion, he's got the license plate cover to prove it, Mr. Joey Murray. Stallion. Hey, hey, hey man, I'm so glad to be here. This this topic is going to be so fantastic. Joey, how are women so much better at everything than we are? You know, if my wife was listening right now, I would say it, it's just, it goes without saying. 
you know, like my wife runs circles around me. She can do 10 times more things at one time. I only can do one thing at one time. And that infuriates her, by the way. Um, she just, she's constantly doing so many things at one time. I think IBC is just a breeze for her where I have to, I have to do work. You know, it's, it's work for me. Joey, it is hard work, but thankfully I'm, I'm bringing, I'm making a call to the bullpen. I'm bringing in an ACE, a relief pitcher for us. Someone is in a league of her own when it comes to all things, whether it's sports ministry or helping onboard people into our process. Miss Maddie. Leave it her. Welcome, Maddie, to the show. Thanks, Russ. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that you said my last name right. All things to put you in place is exactly what I enjoy. So I'm oh, excited goodness. to be here, excited to tell you guys when you're wrong and tell you what women think. Well, you're going to fit right in. Amen. The three of us are not going to be the only ones discussing this. I got to my left. A true financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I'd only know you early, bro, I'd be so much richer. Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown, how are you today, Ern? I am good. And I feel like Adam, the first time he saw Eve, excited, but a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's how you're going to start today. Like today's topic, you're, you're giving us the Adam and Eve reference. That's how I feel. Okay. Well, makes sense. Uh, let me, let me, let me go over to your right. Mr. Incredible's in, in the room today. His superpower is speed to financial freedom. The real beauty to that speed is that it's contagious. My man, JD Hill, say hello to your fans, JD. Hey fans. Um, I, you know, Ernie is, is never light on, uh, some of these comments that he makes about like the bathroom uh, comment that he made that one time, uh, the, the toothpaste. Right. And then here he is with, uh, Adam and Eve. And, um, I'm excited to, to, to be here with, with Maddie. And, uh, I think, uh, this is going to be an awesome, awesome topic, uh, to, to, to discuss. And, um, hopefully my wife hears the things that I'm saying, um, and she'll love me even more. All right, let's get around to the other side of the table. We got the retiree of the group, Mr. Catch me if you can, when he's not killing bears with his bare hands, or spear diving tuna, he's dropping gold nuggets right here. The one and only Mark Caraguchi. What's up, Mark? Oh, you know, the lead up to this, uh, I was actually less nervous asking my fiance to marry me. Uh, <laughs> I walked into that one feeling so much better than walking into this conversation because I, I, I was pretty sure that that, that you know that that one was going to work out good. This one, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very very uh, cautious on this one all right so let, let me set the stage for for everyone listening at yes, home please on, do. A, please on a treadmill do. riding down the road why did you guys come up with this topic so ernie you you shared a a marriage conference youtube video with us which if you could find it put it in the chat for for all those inner circle members listening so they can they can go back and watch that. But I'm watching this and, and you've maybe seen something very similar. And it's talking about the ways that men and women's brains are wired. Now, generalized, right? Not everybody falls into one category. And many of us have multiple different things. But as a generalization, the, the conversation was men compartmentalize things and women tend to tie everything together. 
And I'm, I'm, I watched about an hour of that hour and a half YouTube video you sent us, Ern, and I was like, it was reminding me I'd, I'd seen something like that before. I'd done some of that studying. And then right after that, Joey, we're on a podcast together, and he's talking about his story and talking about how the fact that he used to, before he, he met me, his hero, he, he had these other advisors telling him, hey, you need to put your money into this 401k account for retirement. You need to take your money and put it over here in this 529 plan for your kid's account. You need to take money over here, put it away for short-term savings, you know, for things for, you know, when the car breaks down, you need to buy a new lawnmower, whatever it is, right? And he was just saying how my money was just dispersed in all these different places. And I, I, I really didn't have good controls over it because I, I didn't really understand where it was. And so it hit me as like, oh, that those two things connect so well. We should talk about that. And and I totally see how when in my house, when we talk about finances and we start talking about infinite banking and use, I complicate things so much more than Megan does. And so there's lots of topics today. I, I believe there's three that we're gonna we're gonna talk about, okay? I believe we're gonna say we're gonna show how women connect and men compartmentalize, just as I pointed out. I believe that women guard and men gather. And lastly, I believe women clarify and men complicate. And I'm not going to just go by our own opinion of this, unless you're talking about your own self, but there's plenty of stories and examples that we have had over our years, right? I just got back from eating lunch with some friends of mine and just the experience of seeing them and in and, and their life over the last 15 years and, and helping them walk through and navigate things. I see how each one of them see the world differently. And I think that it's good for us to talk about this as it relates to infinite banking, because the more ways that we can address this subject from different angles, it helps it become more clear to us all. So women connect and men compartmentalize. Tell me why one or the other is right. Because Russ started with my kind of story, is actually, I didn't think there was a problem about having all the the different money in different compartments because it just naturally is how I think. Like I think, well, there's time set aside for this activity. There's time set aside for this activity. Like it's easy for me to separate things and my money was no different. But what was difficult for me about infinite banking was when I'm reading through the book, Become Your Own Banker. If you don't have it, you can go on our website and order it. He said, all the money in the world is just really one big pool of money. And that's how you should see your own finances is that, and especially within the family, he was making kind of an emphasis around the family. And he was saying, all of it's connected. Why would you separate it? And I, it, honestly, I read that several times and I could not get my head around it. It seemed like this kind of really vague idea. I knew there had to be something behind it. But now, years later, I understand that, man, our systems of where we put our money, like when I brought all that money from those different places into one location, all of a sudden, my eyes were open to opportunities I never would have seen while it was separated. Does that make sense? And, and so I see that women kind of naturally bring things together and see things connected. And I think that that's a reason why they probably can kind of grasp that so much easier than men. That's, that's my, that's my hypothesis. 
So really quick, I want to bring you into this, Maddie. So do you believe that women connect things and men compartmentalize things just in general? I would say, yeah, for the most part, we're thinking of how most of our world is connected to the things we're doing. And we're not thinking just one thing at a, in its separate compartment. We are thinking, how do all these compartments connect to then understand how it all operates together? Yeah. I mean, so when I was watching that marriage video, right, Ernie, yeah, we won. He, he was talking about <laughs> this is not a one win or loss yet. Just hang tight. Right. This is not a one shot wonder over there with Joey. And, I don't know. We might give it to him. <laughs> when, when I was watching that marriage video, it, it talked about men having a nothing box. Right. Like we compartmentalize where we can allow things to roll off our shoulder just because we put it in our nothing box, right? But also then we forget where the nothing box is because it's all compartmentalized and it's not a tied to any sort of emotion to us, right? Where when I'm talking to Megan about our kids, like she is forward thinking so far out in front of me as it relates to those things, like the, the things that should be important to me, but I, I've just compartmentalize them. I, I have to like go and, and work hard to get there. So I see the connection and I, I see like when we're thinking about this, to me, this is a, an idea that should go a hundred years, right? Nelson Nash would tell us we need to think 50 to a hundred years into the future. We're not going to be here, but we need to act accordingly. And, and I think that my wife's so much better at doing that than I am. All right, Mark, tell me, in your, in your words, why do you believe women connect and men compartmentalize? And give me a story or an example that would prove it. Mm. Well, I'm going to hear your question and actually not answer it. So I think Sounds I'm, great. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it a little different because I was thinking about this. Women do a much better job of listening. And they take listening to another level, which is actually understanding what's coming in. And so I think a lot of time I'm, I'm going to go down that road, why women might be better at infinite banking as opposed to men in this vein. And I'm going to take it from the angle of actually sharing it because we have a hard time. We are, I'll speak for me. I'm extremely linear. I'm very compartmentalized. I see a target. I know how to get there. I can figure out how to solve that problem in my mind. And that's what I'm just, just going to go do but I'm not necessarily listening to the, the tribe that's around me and hearing the concerns of what's happening around me versus say like my fiance, she can listen to her girlfriends, hear what's happening in their world and be like, Oh my gosh, did you know about this thing here? this is what Mark does. I really think it might be a good fit for you. And because there is that connection in that level of communication where they're, women tend to listen a lot better. And so there's the emotional connection, right? Guys can be much more transactional with our relationships and we don't necessarily get super bent out of shape over certain things. If we get, you know, someone isn't listening to me, I'm like, ah, whatever, you know, they're playing on their phone. It's fine. But that level of connection that happens with a lot of female interactions allowed her to have a very clear avenue to share, to share a very compartmentalized idea that I've gone over with her. And so I think that's the connection versus compartmentalization. I, at times, will, will hear someone start to talk about their problem, and I'm already, kind of like Megan, I'm already 5, 10, 15, 20 miles down the road with a solution. 
Mm. And I haven't listened to everything that's happening. So I'm losing some of that connection to really have a better relationship and sharing something that could be beneficial to them. Okay. Aaron, are you going to jump into the conversation here? Absolutely. I think maybe it's just a simple thought and just an observation from my practice of, uh, I mean, men and women both implement the infinite banking concept, but more often I hear uh, men ask this question about compartmentalization. If I'm doing IBC and I've got an insurance policy where I'm storing up cash for a car or for an education, should I get a separate insurance policy because I've got this real estate business? Should I create different insurance policies for different purposes? And so I think that's a practical application of everything we're talking about. I have had that question from women before, but I'd say more often than not, it's the men who are thinking about separating that cash, even in their banking system. So that compartmentalization continues to happen. Even when we get into IBC, we start going, well, well, should we have a bucket over here for this? Should we have one for this? I I, I agree with that. I I see see that happening. JD, did did you come up with your thoughts yet? Well, actually, I was going to tell a story about myself. What Ernie just said is, you know, I've compartmentalized my own personal policy specifically for investing only. Um, like I don't want to use it for something else because I don't want to overcomplicate it. And in my mind, I feel like if I, if I, if I add something else into the utility of it, it makes another layer for me to have to manage rather than just compartmentalizing it into one thing. Um, whereas my wife doesn't look at it from that perspective. She's like, well, that's just all of our pool of capital. Like that's just all of our money that we use for whatever we want. So if I want to decorate the house or if I want to do a renovation, that's the money I'm going to use. And I'm like, um, no, sweetie, we can't use that money. We have to use something different, right? Because I've, I've compartmentalized what we use our policy for specifically for the end goal that I have for it. Um, because I'm very focused on those types of things. Um, whereas my wife looks at it from a different perspective. So I, it took me a while. I had to listen. Um, the way Mark was, was, was explaining, I had to listen to what everybody was saying. And I'm like, ah, there it is. Yes. Yes, I I am guilty uh, as charged of compartmentalizing. All right, so second point here: women guard and men gather, and and uh, I'll go first. Give you guys a second just to think. Thank so you. in my in my observation here, at least in my house, I know the way it is in you guys, but I I watch the mama bear at work. I watch like I- anything that. You know, if there if there's a friend conversation, kids come home and they're you know she hears about somebody not being nice to one of them, like like the claws come out, right? Like she is like guarding at all degree, and and I I tend to like roll off that because I'm not probably listening as you said, Mark, and my mind is is focused on gathering. I'm just like just go out and go do stuff, right? That's the way my brain's thinking. And so here's my my thought on why I believe women are better than us guys when it comes to infinite banking is that the tool underneath infinite banking that we use is what? Insurance. It's a life insurance policy, right? Yeah. Well, the, the key element behind that is protection. And I, I think as dudes, sometimes we have this um, Uncle Rico syndrome going on that we think that we're... <laughs> We're, we're, we're healthier, we're stronger than we really are. We're going to live a lot longer than we really are, right? We have, we, we, nothing's going to happen to us. But that my wife is always thinking about that sort of stuff. She's always protecting. 
she's always thinking uh, for the family and planning and doing things that I'm just naive to, because to be honest, I, my brain is off doing stuff that, that has nothing to do with that. And I, I think she is better at helping us think through how we set those protection layers in place, which is the, the basis behind infinite banking is making sure that we have a life insurance policy in there. Russ, I remember my dad specifically say to me, Joey, you gotta go to college. I don't want you to end up like me. And you know what my dad was saying is in order for things to change, things have to change. You can't end up just like me. Well, I think, I mean, we, we as parents, sometimes we take on the burden thinking about our kids and, and how we want something better for them. And we want to know what will their future look like if I don't take action, if I don't do something different. See, in my house, I'm the role model. You're your kid's role model. And the buck stops with you. It's time to take action. If you're ready to take action, join us at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport and get started on your own journey to financial freedom. All right, let's jump back into this episode. I'm going to agree with you on this, Russ. Um, I, I actually think about the first time I even considered a life insurance policy was when I got married. And it wasn't me who brought it up. It was my wife. Well, don't you think we should get insurance? Like, that's the question, like immediately. And I'm like, what do you mean? We have our cars insured. Like, what do you, you know, we're renting a house or renting a little apartment, whatever. But she, that was one of the first things in her mind that we needed to, to make sure and do. And if it was left up to me, to your point, I would have been down the road, not even thinking about it, not considering it. And so I, uh, that's, that's my take on it. JD, what about you? Yeah, I, I will say, um, from, from that perspective, I, I, I agree completely. Um, you know, when I, when I first got into this industry, uh, it was on the other side. It was very similar to Russ, uh, where, um, it was traditional types of, of, of planning. And I knew in a situation or a, or a, a circumstance where I was engaging with, um, a married, a couple, but they were separated. So say I was talking to the husband, I was like, I need maybe two fifty. But you get the spouse in there and they're like, how much can he get? No, oh, he can get 4 million. Yeah, we want 4 million, <laughs> right? And, and the husband, if he's by himself, he's like, no, I don't need that much. It's fine. Uh, and the spouse is like the wife. She's like, no, he needs, we need to get as much as, as possible on him. Um, because if I die, or excuse me, if he dies, like we, I need to make sure that mom is taken care of. And I, and I think about that even from like my perspective, you know, my wife uh, has an unbelievably difficult job of raising our kids and staying at home. Um, and so for what she's doing in terms of, of guarding, she's protecting our kids. Right. And, and my job is to go out and, and help to provide for our family. Um, and if something happens, she's got to be able to still guard and protect our kids. Uh, and so, um, I, I think, I think that is absolutely, um, relevant and, and I can, I've experienced it firsthand, not just from my side of engaging with other people, but also from my own personal protection as well, or planning. I think that this is a fail on our part as guys, a lot of times that we overestimate how much we're worth and underestimate how much our wives are worth and, mm. and, and the roles that they do. And, and this is, and by the way, just like you, JD, I've sat in rooms for 15 years with 
with couples, just the same exact situations. And, and never was the conversation about how can we get as much on the wife as how much can we get on the husband? And I, and I, I challenge that. Like the reality is, is that we should be thinking about this in an abundant way, right? Like how much cash flow can I get running through infinite banking? And in order to do that, I have to have the highest life insurance death benefits on the two of us possible. Because what ends up happening is, is that someone gets down to the road and they come up, they come with this aha moment that they want to do this and do it in a big way. And then they run into the fact that they can't put the amount of cash into the insurance policies that they want to because their death benefits have been limited because of various factors. So when I see this, I definitely see as an area that I think we need to do a better job in. Mark, Ernie, which one of you guys want to jump into this, this question on women guard and men gather? Yeah, I, I just think back to a, a call that I was on either this week or the last and husband and wife are both on the call. The wife is a, a business owner. Husband is, is retired from military and, and, and the wife, the woman is the one in this situation, really excited about the concept of owning the banking function, because if you own it, there's not risk to somebody else coming in and taking it or controlling it. And so from a philosophical view, seeing that instance, uh, her desire to, to, to protect and have the ability to do that by owning banking. Madeline? Yeah, I feel like the first thing that's popping in my mind is this video I saw the other day of some guys on a boat and there was a shark circling the boat. So what did the guy do? He jumped in. He just jumped in. What? Listen, there's a reason why our life expectancy is shorter than women's. Exactly. And why your insurance is higher. And it so, is. you know, I think women, we want things to run well. We want them to run smoothly. And we want to know that we're going to be taken care of. And so we are going to do whatever it takes to do that, whether that's the men involved or not. And so I think that is why we are. Yes, for us. <laughs> We're better always at, thinking that way. Yeah, better at guarding ourselves. Like I've never seen my wife jump off a bridge. Never. Never. Exactly. Never. Right? No, no. Which which, which I think is interesting too, because you know, my wife and I um at our church, uh what well, it was actually at a different church, but we went through a a marriage conference thing that they had as well. And one of the things they talked about was trying to oversimplify the, the different needs or desires of men and women biologically. Right. And one of the things they had mentioned was one of the top three needs of a woman is security, mm. which goes to this point here, right. Is, is security. Um, and, and our job as men is to provide that security for women. That doesn't necessarily mean financially or all that, but just security in general, um, to the point of, of, you know, women guard and men gather, right. We should be gathering security for women because they're going to guard it, uh, as we bring it back. So I just, I think this is um, um, spot on uh, from the perspective of, of a woman um, protecting and um, uh, my wife. JD, JD you look like, like you looked over your shoulder, like your wife walked in the room <laughs> and, and she's going to catch you in the middle of a conversation that she That's, didn't know, didn't that, have the full context over. That is exactly what just happened. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she just, yeah, absolutely. Expound a bit more on the gather. You know, it's like from a woman, we're hearing security, but as a woman hearing gather, there's multiple things running through my head, but. Yeah, handle that, Russ. 
Well, I mean, as I as I shared a second ago, from a gathering standpoint, I feel like I'm I'm going right. I'm gathering. I'm 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 out. Like when it comes down to just use our house as an example, uh, if we're going to have a campfire, right? We got to we got to divide and conquer, right? We got to have different jobs. My job is going to go be the stick guy. I got I to go find the sticks. Not the logs. Go, yeah, I, whatever it is, I got to go get it and bring it back, right? That's that's the job for me. I'm the gatherer in in our situation, and that's not the case in all scenarios. But in, in our family, I'm the one that just goes and gathers. But the reality is, is if I don't have someone helping me think through guarding it, I can get shiny object syndrome and I can go chase a lot of squirrels. And I, I need someone like my wife that's going to help me think through, like, is this really going to get us closer to financial freedom? Right. Like, I know that you want a new car, but is that really what we need? Like, mm-hmm. are, are you sure you guys want to start a wedding venue? Like, that just seems like a bad idea, in my opinion. Right. Like she starts challenging the thought processes that I have. But I'm just like, just go like I'm gas pedal. And she's back there in the back saying, we need to put some seatbelts on people around here. Like, we need to like, we need to like put some airbags around this idea. So that way we don't crash the whole deal. Which, and, and, and real quick, just to clarify, it, it doesn't mean that either male or female is incapable of one or the other. For sure. Exactly. Right. Like women are capable of all things. Uh, amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> and all the church said, it. amen. Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so I just, I I, just for a point of, of, of clarification, I think it's important to note that it, this is not exclusive, right. Or an absolute. All right. So let's, let's talk about clarification. So the last point here is women clarify men complicate. Although I did just clarify. I mean, you can just stop there. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) Joey, jump jump into that. I I got a, I got a great story. Okay. It's as it relates to infinite banking especially as um, I was early on in the process of, of this, this whole deal, I would try to explain infinite banking to other people, not too unlike today. I still struggle with it, um, complicating it, making it about like the weed, getting into the weeds and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, there was a, a several times where my wife would go out with her friends and tell others about what I was doing. And, and I, and she say, yeah, they think it's fantastic. They're going to be calling you. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? Like, I, I know she doesn't know the depth of things about this that I do because she's not in it every day. What did you tell them? And she would just say, well, I just would tell them how I feel about it. You know, like it literally is that thing that has, it's given me security to know that we have this coverage in place, that we have no kind of ups and downs in the market. It's just a steady, you know, um, straightforward process that we get to use our money in two different places. And I was like, that's brilliant. Like what she's like, it just gives me peace of mind. And I'm like, so she just made something, what I was making so com- complex Super simple. It's what does this do? What's the result of this process? Not, you know, give me the weed. So that's, that's my take on it. JD, Mark. Yeah. Ditto. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 I just had a, I just had a call earlier with uh, a, a very nice lady and we were going through it and I clearly did that. I mean, I went and took, a 
a uh, easy breakfast omelet and I turned it into a Rube Goldberg, uh, which if you're not familiar with that is, it's a, a collegiate contest to see how complicated you can make something like cracking an egg. You get like, you know, 250 steps to cracking this egg versus just cracking the egg. It's a Rube Goldberg. Um, but that that's such a great thing, right? Is we, we, we can take something super simple and, and make it overly complicated when really when you take a look at IBC, it's not super complicated. And I'm actually going to go ahead and kind of round out my take on this here is we alluded to a little bit earlier, but I don't actually think that men are better at IBC and I don't actually think that women are better at IBC. I think wanna, it's really you want to change that. Get no, I'm, go Mark, I'm go gonna stick with it because it's your mindset. And I don't care what your gender has nothing to do with, with how successful you are at IBC. It's your mindset. It's how you choose to be open to hearing ideas, how open you are to implementing and trying things and then following through with what works. And whether you're a man or a woman, like we said earlier, it is not dependent upon that. You can learn new habit patterns. You can learn new ways to look at the exact same problem. And so take the good and the bad from both sides, look at it, evaluate it, and then just pull out the best, which is what we do when we build your policy. We mm -hmm. use term and we use whole life. Neither of them is inherently good or inherently bad. But if I can pull out the best of, of each of them and put it together, wouldn't you rather have the best of both worlds? Ernie. Yeah, I agree with Mark, but I'll take the opportunity to brag on my wife a little bit in terms of her continuing to bring clarity to our stuff. Uh, I would say at least once a month, I got one of these sticky notes on my desk where she's asked me to sit down and, and just write out with her where all our stuff is at. <laughs> Cause it's not like we log in on the bank accounts and see what, what cash is and in insurance policies and where the loans are. And she's consistently wanting to bring clarity to where our stuff is, where I, I'm more comfortable to operate with a, with a loose idea. And, and maybe that's, that's to me complicating this stuff. And so I'm really grateful to have a woman in my home to help bring focus to that clarity. You got it. You got to get Maddie's take on this. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think from my perspective, a lot of this is what is motivating you behind why you're needing clarity because from what it sounds like and a lot of the people and that we've worked with a lot of men it gets complicated because they don't want to do something wrong they just don't want to fail they don't want to choose the wrong thing and i feel like a lot of women are pushed by how to do the right thing and so it's not we're like we are afraid to fail it's we just want to do the right thing move forward keep pushing forward and the way you do that to get to a goal is clarity because you can't see the goal if you're not clear. And so we just operate in a way to continue creating that vision and being able to see it fully. Mm, I love that. I love, I love the simplicity to this. And we asked a lot of questions in the community to, to get people's take on this. And there was, there was many, right? One of them was my wife's just smarter than me. And I think there's a lot of like echo in that <laughs> throughout the part. And I, I've known that from the very beginning that my wife was way smarter than me. She was the one trying to teach me calculus in college. And I was not listening, Mark. I was um, occupied with other things. And she, but 
the clarity in which you can communicate the conversation, right? I, I say this all the time that I have the gifting of complicating the simple. And I think that is a, an issue as we're trying to share this with other friends. Like, what is it that we're, we're really sharing? Are we sharing all of the aspects in which it can, it can do and how it works, which confuses people? Or are we saying it's simply a tool that allows us to become financially free and protect my family? Oh, what's that like? Right. You know, and, and when I start trying to explain things to my kids, I have to like start breaking down and I'm like, oh man, I'm complicating this way too much. But yet I listen to my wife explain super complex issues with my kids in a very simple way. And so that, that's the area in which I'll just continue to give, um, women props and, and as men, we could do better. And as you said, Mark, this is not a gender issue. I, I brought it up because I feel like it's a hot topic, right? I mean, right now, this gender thing's all over the place. So I knew that we'd get some clickbait on this, but I knew more, more importantly, it's just a different way to think about it. All these things, we have the ability to be successful in and for every, you know, weakness is a strength somewhere else. And for every strength, there's a weakness on the opposite side. And Thank you, Maddie, for coming in and playing referee for for giving Joey something to be excited about. You told him he won earlier. I don't know what he won, but I'm grateful that you came. And thank you for sharing your point of view. Glad to have you. Final take for this podcast. I'll let you go first. Yeah, I think I agree with y'all. It's not um, one is better than the other, even though underneath I do enjoy being a woman. And women succeed at all things. Um, But I do, I think it's interesting um, how our minds operate together to accomplish the same goal. Nice. Earn. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'm I'm grateful to be a man on the other side. I'm also grateful for the strengths that my wife provides as a woman in our IBC system. And, and even if she had IBC and not me, I think she'd still be pretty good at it. (laughs) Mark I think this proves that you've got to go out and solicit outside opinions Mm. because wherever you are there's obviously another side to the coin and another great place to solicit opinions is in the community so if you're not a member of the inner circle now's your chance go ahead and sign up because you can surround yourself with a a plethora of outside ideas and people that can help you figure out what might be the most efficient path for you. Mm. JD. Yeah. Um, we weren't designed to go it alone, right? We need complementary uh, skill sets uh, alongside of us. And, you know, I'm fortunate, uh, much like what Ernie said, I'm fortunate to have a bride that uh, complements my deficiencies. I have a lot of them. And, uh, so she compliments a lot of me, uh, and in a lot of ways that we discussed and, uh, and, and so I, I'm grateful that we were able to discuss these things and, um, avoid a lot of the potential landmines. Maddie, thank you for being here and helping us guide us and, and tell us where those are so we don't step on them. Um, so this was, this was, this was fun. Uh, stallion. I got to jump in and I'm going to give props to Anna in our community in the inner circle. She said that there's value in focusing on one thing at a time, but also seeing the connection and the wholeness of things Mm -hmm. and both are needed. So I love that, that um, there is whether, you know, whatever your gender, um, 
infinite banking is a process in which it's all connected and we have to stay focused on financial freedom, that that is the end. That's the result of this whole process. And uh, I love what Mark said that, you know, whether you're married or not, you have the opportunity to have a community to support you. And that's what the inner circle is here for. That's what we're about to jump in and be able to share these ideas openly and get people unstuck on this journey. So if you haven't already, go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash inner circle, um, or just set up a call with one of our coaches and they'll walk you through the process of becoming a part. I've, I've not heard this many ums and and so's in our podcast. This just tells you what a difficult topic we tackled today. I am I'm so excited. This just makes me happy to see you guys sweat. And I did too, right? Like, cause I want to be cautious. I don't want to say something that would offend, but I, I hope that you guys know we did this in, in good, good faith and good humor along the way. And if we said something off, give us a little grace. We're just dudes plus man. <laughs> With that, thank you for listening as always. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.